Nick, I'm thinking about going to Rome on a uh, trip and meeting John Zaddy Zaxon. That's cool. You want to well, go? I mean, yeah. Tony Romo's wasn't built in a day. Tony Romo's. That's true. Hey guys, it's your favorite final girl and boy, uh, Emily and Nick, and your favorite final babysitter, Mike, Ooh. coming at you with a new episode of Gag Me of the Night, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and tread the best and worst of slasher movies. This week we'll be uh, discussing the amazing, and I mean that, amazing, 1982 Giallo Tenebre. Tenebre. And uh, as usual, Emily's got a, she's got that VHS box, so uh, step down tricks. So this is the uh, American release, uh, original release. It was called Unsane. Uh-huh. That from, was also an American band. Yeah. From Dario Argento, maker of the horror classics Demons, Creepers, and Suspiria, comes a terrifying new descent into the world of the criminally unbalanced. In Rome, to promote his latest novel, a famous suspense author finds himself harassed by a demented anonymous phone caller. Then the killings begin. A gruesome, senseless series of bloody slayings for which the police have no suspect or motive. Soon, the crime writer is drawn into a plot beyond his wildest imaginations as he goes where the police cannot. Into the unsane world of the psychotic murderer himself. An electrifying edge-of-your-seat thriller. 1982. Didn't come out in America until 1984, but your thoughts, Nick? I love this movie. I've seen it before. Uh, it is wonderful. Um, also, oh... Uh, uh, shout out to Katie Mosley. Oh, yeah, yeah, Katie Mosley. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, if we get enough Patreon s- subscribers, I will reveal her uh, her true last name. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you, you guys pay up, and I'll tell it. I'll tell you guys what it is, and I'll tell you the story. So you love the movie. I also love no, the movie. No, it's, it's wonderful. It really is. It's, um, I think I do love Suspiria, but I think this is my favorite um, Dora Argento movie. So. It is really, really well done. Yeah. And uh, even even when it gets stupid, it's stupid good. Yeah. Like, and the dubbing isn't completely horrible because a lot of the actors were uh, American, so it's not... You, you like, can tell when they're not. Yeah, but, yeah. But, it, but, but it's it, not it terrible. Works. No, it's, it, it works. I've seen, everything's timed, right? Yeah. I've seen much worse. So, um, my, the, and, and also, you can tell that they're Italians trying to mimic American yeah, work. Like, yeah. Or yeah. They're, they're doing it in an Italian accent, but we're it's dubbed in an American yeah, accent. I've yeah, I've seen... I mean, Fulci doesn't awesome. do as well. Listen, sure, you know? sure. So, I mean, no, I love Fulci movies, but like... Yeah, yeah. And also, Giallo's are just notoriously badly this done. One, this, one this one is done is not, wonderfully. Not like, this one is very, very Although good. you can tell sometimes. But, Mike, no. let's uh, get going. All right, so we start out with a gloved hand reading the novel Tenebrae by Peter Neal in front of a roaring fire. It looks really homey. And then they throw the book in after, like, reading... A sentence out loud. He's a Christian and we a We get the amazing title music. Flashing. Um, a plus um, intro Goblin. here. Got a burn it's, books. It's, 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 a, it's only three members of Goblin, I think, in this one. Claudio Simonetti is uh, mostly credited. For the music, it is Goblin, but it's yeah. uh, not. I think it's not all. When of we them went in to see one. them, they definitely played. They it. did definitely what play this that? When, 20, when we went to see it. That show was amazing. No, you didn't go to the one we went to because we were not going to talk yeah, about that. I've me, actually me gone and to Mike see went to the one you I went, went to. to the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not going to get into with that. Each one of you on separate occasions. But yeah, you've seen Goblin twice, Mike. Yeah, Nashville with you and Nashville with Emily. Yeah, that show was fucking amazing. When was it? Like 2018, 2017? No, God, no. That was like 2014. Ours was 2014. No, we came. Mine and Nick's was 2014. We went. Ours was like 2017. 18, 2017, 18. Yeah. Anyway, that that show was fucking Goblin rules. uh, Peter Neal's riding a bike (laughs) over Brooklyn Bridge in New York City. I was like. To the airport. I was like, risky biking, well, Peter if, Neal. If they're trying to establish him as like a health freak, they never mention it again. No, they don't. I'm like, why is this dude driving on the fucking interstate? Because he got a DUI, or, I'm sorry, dude. That's why everybody rides a bike rides on the interstate in fucking New York City. <laughs> is that to why the... he's not drinking scotch later? Dude, go, to, go down to Florida, and if you see anyone riding a he's bike, that's because they got a DUI. Well, we know he's going to the Kennedy Airport, not LaGuardia. Yeah. He, I'm going to get one going out of here. He shows Jesus. up to Kennedy, gets his bag from a car, because somebody had to meet him there, because he can't take all your bags to go to Rome and on a bicycle. (laughs) He's changing in an airport bathroom, (laughs) taking up the whole sink. I'd be pissed. He gets a call um, to come to the the desk and he is talking to his ex, Jane. Uh, No, that's... 
Okay, later on, she's referred to as his fiance. I think they're off and on fighting. But they've been broken up for a little while. But it, or a couple of years. Later it, on, they act like he's still, she's still his fiance. So I was like, we'll, it's we'll a get back to Jane. Uh, it's a troubled relationship. Yeah. But he says it's, it's kind of a Dario Argento plot hole. He sets so. his bag down and he's trying to tell it. Talks something. on the phone, and there's some kind of like bag. I thought it was a bag switch. But it's not a bag switch. Uh, Jane is actually in the airport watching him take off. And she gives a weird smile. Um, and then we're in Rome. There's a hot shoplifter named Elsa. Yeah. She tries to steal this book, Tenebrae. She, she gets caught. Read. Yeah, and she, they, they, they're they like, you have 12 shoplifting charges. But she's like... Is she the girl in the back of the classroom at the beginning of Inferno? I don't know. I think she is. But She's got really. She, he has a lot of nice the same people. He has yeah. a lot of the same people. Um, He's a loyal. Like Anne was his girlfriend yeah, at the Dar- time. The Dar- girl Dar- who plays Anne. That's Aja's mom. But um, oh She's yeah, Aja. Yeah. So um, but. Yeah, apparently, you know, she's, like, sexy about it. So, being hot and being horny will get you out of shoplifting. So. Yeah, she gives the... And uh, into an Argento film. She makes yeah. a sex deal with the manager who caught her. And she's going back home. Uh, she rides on the back of a motorcycle. And, and that dude drops her off in the in the middle bomb. of the street. She's like, no, this is fine. It's like, I can't imagine what yeah, he said to this her. Scene, this scene is so fucking weird. She, she, this she bum gets off, grabs she's, her. Yeah, this bum like and from she kicks the his ass. from the gate like from a, the other side of a wooden fence. Yeah, and uh, chases her to, for to, a while. Chases her to her house. She where gets, she... It, but where she gets into her house, and then the homeless guy's still watching her, and um, because he goes, "Bitch, I'll kill you," and I was like. Well, what a surprise for you, dude. I yeah. guess you're not going to do it because she immediately gets murdered. Like, we see, yeah. Her name's we, Elsa. Her name's Elsa, by the way. We and the bomb see the pages ripped out of her book and stuffed in her mouth, and her throat is slashed. Yeah. Well, okay. But the bomb's watching through a window. So, what a fucking day for this chick. So, she got caught and let off <laughs> but for she had shoplifting. 12 counts of shoplifting. Yeah, well, this yeah. Is yeah. Just so, a day. so, she's it a serial is. klepto. But okay, so Winona she. Well, no, no, no. Winona Ryder riding on the back of a fucking goddamn <laughs> uh, uh, motorcycle, and then it's like, no, this is fine right here in the middle of a busy street, and Italy, then fucking man. goes and almost gets fucking well, you raped. Know, okay, listen. No, no, seriously. And Maria then, then ro- runs to her house, and then a bu- the guy who's trying to fucking accost her Maria watches her get murdered. Maria like, has worse luck later. Well, you said her name was Elsa. No, her said, name's Elsa. I'm saying the, Maria. This, is later? this Elsa's Tuesday or something? Yeah. Yeah, but Maria yeah. Maria gets it a lot worse. Okay, later well, on, so. sure, yeah, it's I mean, a horror movie. But as far it's as like, giallo. no, as far as being chased forever, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be yeah, chased totally. by a bum than a dog. Me a too. Yeah. Adventure yeah. any day. So anyway, sure. it cuts to um, he's uh, Peter Neal, the author of he the book. To the bum. He's, he's falling asleep reading Hounds of the Baskerville on a plane, and then even he though that's not shows what this, up to that, that's not a, the right. Uh, Whenever they talk about Hounds of the Baskerville and they quote it, that's not Hounds of the Baskerville. Well, he was reading it on the plane. Well, while I'm just sleeping I'm, while yeah, I'm pretending just telling to read you it. it's not. So. Oh. No, it's it's not it, like the quotes they use later yeah. on when they talk about it. It's actually from um. Well, we'll that, it's from the, when we get there, Emily. We're getting to it's the. It's from uh, the sign of four. We're getting to the interesting but, oh, facts. I'm already. sorry. Also, during the department's scene and all throughout the movie god damn i didn't know we you'll were in hear, trivia mode right you'll now. hear uh, music that was unused in the american version of dawn of the dead by Goblin. really yeah the no kidding that yeah that's um from okay back to elsa being killed at the very end of that there are flashbulb like uh flashes going on yeah there pictures being taken then we see john saxon and a bunch of publicists waiting at the airport for peter neal to show up we already see an envelope going under a door and then there is like a press conference where this feminist uh tilda is giving a heavy critique of Mr. Neal's work, yeah, she even says, though they're friends. Yeah, she says it's a sexist novel, and he's like, what are you doing right now? We're friends. And a guy would say then he goes, And then he goes, hey, I supported the equal rights movement, which, by the way, didn't pass, but good a job, guy would Peter Neal. Okay. Saxon um, then does his funny hat tricks, where he shows that his hat won't fall off his head. Well, and Tilda also, her mood, as soon as she's done... 
Oh yeah, talking to him. So her mood, her mood you. completely changes over. She's like, then she's just friends with him again. Well, with the hat trick too, we'll see that Zaddy Daddy was completely. Well, correct. Zaddy Daddy also calls her a dyke. I think. So. Yes, yes, he does. Oh, God, does he? Yeah. And oh, they talk about this guy who's lurking towards the back, a skinny, lanky. Guy we'll find out his name is uh, Christian. Cristiano Berti. Berti. Yeah. And uh, Peter Neal's like, where's Anne? And then she's downstairs with Johnny. Anne is his assistant. And Saxon... Played by Daria uh, I'm sorry. Je- John Saxon's name is Balmer in this movie, and he's Peter Neal's agent. I'm still going to call him Saxon. Yeah. But he's, he's, Zaddy so Daddy. He, Zaddy Daddy is Peter Neal's agent. And Anne, who is actually who is actually Daria Gento's girlfriend, partner for a long time, um, she plays Anne, who's the assistant. And Johnny so. is kind of like Balmer's assistant. Johnny is Anne's assistant. Johnny, I feel like I don't know who's well, assistant. He Saxon is. does say that he works for him, and one day he's going to be the best pub- publicist. I don't blah, blah, know blah. how he's the biggest. No, pussy he's, he's going to be the best. So, he's going to be the best agent. Peter Neal has, Daddy Daddy's the has agent. a gift for Darian for Anne, but Blood it's broken, stars. and there's like stains all over his clothes. Yeah, it looks like muddy clothes and so like a there broken wasn't a watch. Swish like those girls at the airport just screwed up his stuff. Yeah. So, the cops the, are in his room waiting for him. When he gets to, to tell his, him about a murder, yeah. that, they're not cops, dude. That's a uh, Mulberry and Scully. They're detectives. Okay, detectives. No, are it's in his actually room. an inspector, and um, oh, he's shit. a captain. Damn it! He's a captain. Oh yeah, he's a but, captain. But, but they call him a detective and a captain. So all it's right, Inspector right. Altieri and Captain slash Detective Germani. So I wasn't totally wrong. So I'm yeah. just gonna keep calling right. the cops. Yeah. So they're so there. They're there to tell him about a murder. Um, that was you know, somehow based on his book, and well, they because don't mention they, it, but p- they, pieces well, of his book. No, were, they say they do. They do. Oh. They say yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. that's the reason that they come to him is because and break into his room. Yeah, because they said that they found pieces of the. They try to show him a photograph. Book. He's not having it. He well, gets he gets a glass of water and they then they give her, him the cop scotch and he says, "I only drink when I'm on duty." They yeah, call yeah. her. El, cops, they call man. Elsa and an inveter inveterate shoplifter aren't we all and then um peter says something about well uh how could it be my fault if the smith and wesson gun is used to kill somebody do you uh sue miss uh, smith and wesson which you know has not happened yet but could in the future so so they they've also intercepted this envelope with the ransom yeah it's ransom style there's a ransom style note that says newspaper uh, letters out yeah i don't remember it says it's a quote from the movie i mean i'm sorry from from the the book Yeah. Um, and the detective is like, I'm actually reading your book right now. And he's like, but don't tell me the end. And I'm like, okay, so if you think that, if you think this death has something to do with the book, then why don't you want to know the end? Wouldn't that help? And then they read the note and the detective is like, I think you're going to get another one sometime. And again, and again, and I was like, okay, like, you're just guessing, but... Well, okay, so also, to to, to the, the Capitan um, uh, detective's uh, point... Germani. Um, also, like, uh, you know, maybe maybe he's not flipping through this... Maybe this That's book isn't that good. But right before, know, like, right before they leave, Peter gets a phone call. Well, they call once, and Anne picks up, and there's nothing there. As soon as she puts the phone down... There's another call, and it is the disguised voice of the killer. Yeah, so he Peter's like, wait, you know, come back like to the detectives because they're on their way out. And, he, and the person on the other line, it's real creepy. Uh, they're like, not anxiety or fear, but freedom. You told me how. And a few yeah. other things. But, uh, so he's... So the cops yeah. try to run down because it seems like this person's right outside yeah, on but a phone booth. Which I didn't understand that. They run down, and then... A they're guy like, runs, a guy but they runs see in the phone booth that the phone is Yeah, a guy, the, the girl, the inspector, pulled. the female inspector is standing in the middle of the road, and this guy just like veers off and just wrecks his car. They don't care about that at no. all. No, and they're like, no. they're like, God, I guess he got away. Don't and I was like, shit. they didn't even know where he was calling from. So, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, the, 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 person the caller the was, was like, saying, I can see you right Yeah, the now. caller was saying, I can see you, but me. They could have been anywhere. Well, they totally know where they were calling from. I'm pretty sure in Dario Argento's vision, that was the killer. So we have from that. Yes, but we have a. Now we have like a. There's this dream sequence. And a a reappearing. We think it's a dream. Shot of two pills and a glass of water. Pretty much any time before you see the flashback dream sequence happening, you're going to see two little pills. 
and a glass of water. So it seems like it's a dream, but it's actually going to be a flashback. Yes. O- or a fucking pill trip. Oops. Did I spoil it? Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Okay, so okay. there's a flashback to a sexy lady in red shoes. Seduc- Who was played by seducing, a transgendered woman, by the way. Seducing multiple All men right. on a beach. Um, there are she three shows men. her tits. Yeah, she shows, she shows her tits. Well, she only tells shows them to come hither. No, she shows both of them. No, oh, wait. oh the yes, beach. The there dream are three girl men, does. and yeah, she yeah. grabs each one of their legs. But a fourth man walks up, and, and she slaps does her not, in the face. Yeah, yeah, she does not grab his leg. He slaps her in the face. Then the three men, other three men, chase him down, tackle him, and are kind of beating on him. She comes over and starts kicking him repeatedly, and in the crotch, the, and deservedly the heel so. of her, her hot her red, red heel. heel. It's red. Sticks the heel of the heel into his mouth and is kind of throat fucking him with it. And then we cut to a, a bar. Then we cut, yeah, always. Where Tilda and uh, Tilda, Tilda and the her journalist ass. and her her what, you, what she it's her lesbian lover. But well, um, right before we go to the bar, uh, it shows a silhouette like no. jerking off, and that's like him coming out of the dream. It's I know he's not jerking Wait, off, but jerking it's like off? an eye. That's and th- and then it's shadow. like a shadow, just him like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> yeah, like, but, and and then it cuts to the bus. Yeah, someone's having a hard Ma- time. Marion, <laughs> that's one way to put it. The journalist Tilda is there, and her roommate slash lesbian lover Marion, and um, she comes up. Marion comes over to Tilda, and she's like talking about taking this guy home because he doesn't have anywhere to go. Dude, this girl cannot cover and, up her left nipple. No. And she and cannot. Thank and, God. Yeah, thank T- God. It's Tilda, wonderful. Tilda's it's, like, it's a godsend. Tilda's like, he's vulgar and cheap, and then she says stuff about, you promise not to rub it in my face. Um, so that's where you get the idea that they're lovers. lovers. Yeah. yeah. Well, she also gives her a very... Passionate kiss. And then when Marion leaves, this guy comes up and starts hitting on Tilda. But the line is he the uses. Guy, is he, that it, no, no, that's Bertie? not the same. No, no, it's not. No. Okay. But he says, You look like a turkey at Christmas time. I was like, What a fucking <laughs> pickup line is that? Like, <laughs> She's stuffed, man. Man, to tell you the truth, as much as I hate that shit, I've heard worse uh, work. <laughs> yeah, well. Pickup lines. I, mean, I, I, I really have. I can't wait for Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's good eating the best. So now we're. I think Mike's doing it right now. Oh shit! He's he's using pickup yeah, lines. Now we're home. I'm talking we're, about we're, food. We're at, I mean, we're at Tilda so, and Marion's house. Wait. Uh, After she gets hit on, she's like "fuck you," and it cuts to her going home. Yeah. So she gets home. They're arguing. Um, after which Tilda throws a vase upstairs. Yeah, okay. but like, Again, this woman, for some reason, her left tit is out. Marion is like trying to sexily say, she's like, I drank too much. I think I'm going to throw up. And then she insults the love And then she tells Tilda yeah. that the guy made her look pathetic in yeah. bed. That's very rough. Which would... immediately cuts to a famous and very expensive... Well, flashing starts playing. And we're Crane supposed to think shot. it's on Marion's record player? Yes. Because she's like, turn it down. Yeah. But there's a crane shot that goes on for about, for a, I think a little bit too long. It's a cool shot, but it's I like. No, I think it's perfect. It's going around the whole house. It took three days to do so. It's a, it's a big thing. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I thought it took a little bit. All kinds of weird tracks and but, stuff. But, uh, Tilda's like. Oh. So the killer starts cutting the blinds from the outside. And you hear him, you hear the killer say, a, pervert. It's the same voice from the the phone calls earlier. Yeah, pervert, pervert, filthy, slimy pervert. So he gets inside and he cuts Tilda. Famous. uh, He cuts through her dress and you see her face. She's taking her shirt off, and while she's taking it off, he cuts through it, and so her face is showing through it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. And then he kills her. He kills her. So. Marion hears that and turns the goblin off because she hears a noise. And she's she starts coming downstairs. <laughs> she's There's hanging around with her. I love how it was made part of the ambiance. Yeah, she's uh, hanging yeah, out yeah. with the, your half. Of, you know, one of her tits hanging out, and then uh, the you see the killer like smash the light bulb. Yeah, so, he taps the light bulb and so with that his makes blade. That's all, so cool. And that makes all the lights the go effect out. Yeah, right. I thought it was cool, but I was like, it doesn't make sense. Every light it's goes out because one like, light well, bulb. The way, the way he filmed it with it going out slow, that is not how our light bulbs work. Well, he smashes it. I know. But, but she's uh, like the sitting on stairs. She sees Hilda I think and they starts slowed to run. like a shutter frame. Yeah, she sees Hilda and she starts to run. Somehow he's upstairs, though, right behind her and he cuts her in the back. She falls 
and he cuts her throat, and then her head falls through a window pane. And there are both the both of their deaths were not that. The aftershots of their deaths are way cooler to yeah, look at well, he than like taking their pictures. actual deaths. Dude, yeah. the, her crashing through that window or whatever, like um, whatever kind of like candy glass they used or whatever movie effect or whatever, her head falling through that is like a great effect. No, it's amazing. So like, then, and you know, like that didn't cut the actress. So then we meet Maria, who I don't even like. Her dad was supposed to go up and see Peter, but Maria ended up she going. She asked the dad for money, but and I don't he know what he, what's his job. The dad is like the person who the cons like the concierge. person gets gets the stuff for because he needs a typewriter or something. But she goes up there with nothing. Well, she's just turning on the hot water. And then there are two maintenance guys, but there's a first person POV to. Uh, and he's the it's the killer delivering another letter yeah and to, two workmen almost catch him and so he opens the letter and it says it, some it says something in latin but it what it, it what it means is so passes the glory of lesbos because he just killed some and lesbos. so peter's like well the killer must be smart because he wrote a, in latin we could quickly so. go to the autopsy room where the doctor um, tells the cops that it was the same razor because it had three jagged nicks. Also, he says, the detective's like, always nice to see you, Doc. And I was like, I'm so sure, since you're in a morgue. And then um, he talks about how uh, Marion had a, a negative secretion inside of her, which oy, grew, it's oy, really oy. fucking gross. Well, that's from the guy that Hill doesn't yeah. like. Yes. But uh, then we see Peter Neal talking to the interviewer. Cristiano Berti. Who has some peculiar notions about the book. Yeah, he's weird. He's and very happy to speak on deviance. another Saxon hat gag. He's, yes. Are, you about, he, to say, are yeah. you about to say he seems sus yourself? Well, he's, he seems very happy speaking on deviance and killing them. And then he brings up the fact that he was brought up a very strict Catholic, but is aberrant because he believes in abortion and divorce. And I was like, okay, not like most of the Supreme Court, which has seven Catholics on it, by the way. Anyway. And, uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fuck them. Saxon plays with his hat some more. Yeah. The cops show up and start talking to Saxon. Fuck them and get I'm them pregnant. I'm not sure why. <laughs> and uh, this is when... When, They're uh, setting up for when the, the captain interview. is talking to Neil at the end of the the scene. He says that he can never guess the killer in any of these books. But uh, but he later Johnny on and he, Anne show later up. on he's like I've guessed it in thirty pages. But yeah. anyway, yeah, he's on a roll. Johnny and Anne pick up Neil. They go back. Uh, Maria brings up a second typewriter, which I don't think has anything to yeah, do with anything. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you already got it." And then uh, they go to the interview. They actually John. Interview. It seems like Johnny's going on a date with her. But Gianni, yeah. Johnny, Gianni, yeah. Yeah. When he, when, do you want me to give you an Italian lesson really? with this GIA? This is Gian. okay. I thought it was Johnny. Before G -E. any of this happens, before she brings the other typewriter, they show, um, they show Peter Neal on this tropical set for this interview with the Bear Tea guy. They don't show that interview though. They just talk. The, the only yeah. time they talk is like that. We see them talk is before. I skipped a couple things. So, I feel like that. I'm so yeah, and then um, so they but they think the killings are a tribute to Neil, and they ask Saxon. They're like, "Do you get ten percent of that too?" Yeah, there's lots yeah. of ten percent talk of this. Um, and it's like uh, Peter Neil's like, "Could it be somebody I know?" And Anne Anne doesn't seem to give a fuck. That's when Maria brings yeah. up the other typewriter. Gianna's. Uh, Seems like he's gonna get some. It seems like it. But um. And then then they see Jane possibly drive possibly by. drive by. But he they're like Jane can't Dude, be there, here. Jane's there in New is York. No way. From okay, so out their window you see like this like uh, a car no no out the window of like the apartment whenever it's like inside the apartment or the hotel room you see this like beautiful like sunscape. Uh, you know, like Horizon or whatever, and there is no way they could look down from where the I don't know. The, the, and it's not it like she'd be match. in her real car. She'd have to. They'd be a car she rented. It's in just Rome. some it's it's just some brunette a, girl yeah. with glasses. There's but no way. Anyway, so right around there's here, there's a useless scene where Anne's scared by a loud noise in a car park, and then we see the killer with a filing cabinet full of photos. He's also in the past few minutes washed off his blade. A bit of a shutterbug. But um, he's going to pick up a prostitute, but he accidentally leaves his keys in the door, and he misses her. She gets picked up by somebody else. But uh, Maria 
has left Johnny at some point and gone somewhere, and there is a guy on a motorcycle she's with, and he and her are arguing, and he just leaves her. So she's walking home, and this goes passes, on. Okay, this goes on for yeah, way too long. She passes a dog. A do- it's like a Doberman, and, she, and she starts fucking hitting this fence with her stick. And it starts following her and it chases her through this field to the killer's house. We know it's the killer's house because the keys are in that little garage. And they're, and they're still fucking yeah. dangling. Yeah. And that dog will not let no, go. That, that dog is really cha- like, like it climbing keeps, fences. I mean, it, it chases her for like, that, it that seems dog, like 30 minutes. No, that dog minutes. really wants this killer. Like, like really bad. And, well, at some point it, the dog also, they're in a field. He's on top of her and he like backs up. I'm like, is somebody there scaring him, this dog? She hits him and then she jumps over a fence and he jumps over the fence. He's a good fence climber. And then uh, she breaks into this house. And um, she finds all these photos. The dog, and, but the dog, uh, you see the dog still the dog's outside, outside <laughs> still trying to get her. That's like Spider Manning up the wall. But she's dude. like snooping like, and like Scooby Dooing. I was like, God, this is a super inconvenient refuge from this killer yeah. dog. Yeah. I mean, and like, she's like yelling before she finds this stuff. She's like, Help me, help me. But um, since then, I guess, you hear the killer say, "Damn little spy." Yeah, she goes upstairs and starts trying to make a phone call instead of leaving. Uh, and you, yeah, the killer finds her, calls her a spy, and he starts chasing her. The dog's not there anymore. Yeah, uh, he starts chasing her, and she's about to climb the fence again. It breaks, and he axes her. Yes. Yeah. Good so scene. And then, then there's another letter. <laughs> Yeah, and it's Sorry, it's funny. Yeah, there's another letter for, but they talk about. Uh, he had to kill the little girl because that's the only way. And he on could the continue. news, the guys like, well, a lot of the corrupt people in town are getting out, so all the politics like making a joke about murders, yeah. well, and he's also, like, so all the politicians are leaving. Oh. Also, also, the killer just acts some jailbait that the fucking writer had said that uh, whenever his uh, eight, also the- his secretary it was like. Oh, you seen that girl early when she had seen him earlier? He was like, "That's jailbait." And it's like, no, no, just kill that jailbait. But that's all. This is also he when calls this is also when the uh, the te- detective says that he guessed the killer thirty pages in. Yeah. So and that means his book sucks. So, that, so that's when Peter Neal's like. Let's thinking look through that my it, it could be Cristiano Berti because yeah, he's looking through all his contacts and remembers the, the words that he said were the same kind of things. That these letters are saying he's and perverted. He lives, he and he lives right next to where Maria's body was found. Yeah, he gets so a map and Johnny, out and stuff. Yeah, him and Johnny are going to go investigate instead of calling the cops because he's afraid the cops will think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I called them the bumbling cop duo, yeah. like because they Molly kind of scolding. are. But anyway, so, I was like, yeah, it does seem like the killings were done by Cristiano oh, no, Berti. M- Berti. M- that so, is his house. So when they show up, it's the same house that we saw Maria get killed in. So it's yeah. definitely Cristiano Berti. That's the first killer. For but. Sure. But uh, Anne's leaving and she sees Jane and starts, you know, there's a weird. Okay. Yeah. So they're snooping around. No. They, well, they, they are. And they decide to split up. No. Because they see the Peter's killer. like, I'm going to... He turns the light on in the house. And so Peter stays behind. Gianni goes up to, like, the window. Yeah. And this is where um, he sees Bertie get axed in the head. And he's talking. And he's saying... Um, you hear talk. You don't know you, who's talking. You hear someone say, I killed them. I killed them like, all. Yeah, you but can, you don't know who's saying it. But uh, Christiana gets killed. And there's some exploding glass out of nowhere towards Johnny. And so he runs. He finds Peter knocked out by a rock. And he helps him to the car and says that he only saw the axe. He doesn't really remember if the killer was short yeah, or says, tall. He says, I couldn't like see that. much. I don't remember. But he said he said he killed them all. And then um, because Peter got hit in the head with the rock, he's like, I just feel a little dizzy and very dumb. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you shouldn't have gone there without the cops, silly. Yeah, so but Gianni's crying like a little bitch. But they go back, and Johnny and Anne and Peter, they're all like cleaning his head. And when Johnny's leaving, um, he, Peter, Peter asks, asks Anne yeah. to stay with him. And it seems like they're having an affair, but nope. they've never spent the night together. Yeah, but they, they decide they are going to have an affair, but she says, okay, but we're going to forget this in the morning. She does say that. So we cut to a that back to the flashback. Yeah, we get another vision of the red shoes. 
to the beach model. It's the same woman that was modeling in the beach, but now she's like at a pool. She's with a guy, but the guy has to go back for something. And Oh, it's Tony from A Blade in the Dark. It's the killer from A Blade oh, in really? the Dark. Oh. Yeah. So Tony has to go get something, and someone comes out of hiding and stabs her. In the stomach, yeah. And in the morning, Anne wakes up, but Peter's gone. And he's gone to see uh, Saxon. Saxon, who's being a typical agent. Zaddy Daddy. And Zaddy Daddy. The, they talk about Bertie, who has just been found killed. And um, Peter says he wants to go to Paris, but Saxon's like, no, I need you to stay around here. Um, Peter, but when Peter leaves, we see that Jane was in this weird little hiding yeah. spot. So they, he, and they kiss, and they are definitely ha- having. They're an having an affair. Um, and does he know? No, because yeah. So and then Jay, John Saxon says something to her. He says uh, it won't be long, but he doesn't explain. Yeah, what that means. So and Johnny and Peter, I guess, are going back to Bertie's house. Yes, to but see Gianni, the cops. Gianni, like, has some kind Johnny of like. Can't go. Well, he starts. He's driving, and he like has a memory. And he also gets him. Like, almost gets him in a wreck. He, yeah, he, I was like, he can't drive because he he has like he thinks about like what happened, and then he's like, <gasps> and yeah. just like drives through a stop sign and causes another wreck behind him. But For he doesn't sure. get in a wreck. And when they get out, like when he gets and out of the Pete, car, Peter's, Peter's like, like wiping sweat out. off but of his brow. But Peter's like, let me out. Like Peter asks to be let out of the car. And this is uh, the conversation where we get the bad hound quote. But he, it was just, well, I was like, would it be normal for an author to be at a, a crime scene? Well, I mean, I don't know, but he's it got was a like, pretty good uh, rapport with this. Yeah, uh, Cristiano Berti was obsessed with him. They find it. There's a personal file on him where it yeah. says he has hazel eyes, but taller than I expected. Um, <laughs> so uh, he can't explain something he already said doesn't make sense. So it's just like okay, and he says the killer is weird, unbelievable, but possible. I was like, okay, just say what a giallo is, Peter Neal. Like that, like you're he also, he also tells the captain he's leaving town and that he'll tell him where. He's going to leave today. And Jane... Jane gets a gift. It's the red heels. Jane's like back at, like I guess wherever Saxon's been staying. And he's she's waiting there on, on Bulmer, which is Saxon, I guess. Um, and she gets that gift, but it's red shoes, just like the red shoes that the girl in no, the, the thing flashback is, Sa- No, wearing. her and Saxon had set up a lunch date. Yes. And that's why Saxon is but, waiting but, for but him. She, but she's she, at her, but no, her own she, place, no, right? She's, no, she's at his place. But they, but he had work to do, so he I think had set up. But the shoes are what kept her from going to meet him. Yes. No, but I think she... she knows these shoes are not from Saxon. No, she I think thinks she they're does, from Peter. I think she does go to meet him, but it, she's just late. Yeah, it gets a little confusing because so, Saxon's out yeah, he's waiting in a for piazza uh, watching for somebody. He's people watching... And we see somebody get the glass of water to take their pills at the cafe. Um, he sees some people fighting. He sees uh, some people breaking up. He sees some little kid playing with a ball. There's some punk rockers. There's a little kid hiding the underneath. Kind of There's movies. a kid yeah. hiding underneath his bench. Yeah. And then he gets up. He gets up. Some dude kind of bumps into him. And there then he turns are, around from that. And There uh, are red shoes, you see. You see the red shoes and for sure. And then he gets stabbed in broad daylight in front of God and, and everyone. No, but no one sees him. He like grabs some lady and she the wouldn't lady notice. That got, the lady that got broken yeah, up she with. Broken she's up, walking she, towards him but crying. doesn't notice because she's crying. And if he hadn't grabbed her, he she just would have walked on by and then we see the red shoes walking to like a crosswalk but they like turn around we see a um and by helping the way this is a, that's a total red herring and yeah. a plot hole it has no it really it you like, like it was just Jane thrown in there but it's not it doesn't have anything to do with anything all it made me think that it was that she was late to the lunch date and then ran away or something once she saw him once she saw him dead or something yeah so um, Anne and Peter are packing for his trip. The captain, um, the captain calls, in. and Anne yeah. lies about um, no. Peter. She said he's already gone to the airport. But yeah, but then when she gets off the phone, she says that the captain said something happened. And I was like, oh, he wasn't going to say that fucking his agent died? He just said something happened? Something happened. Like, well, if he's already okay. gone... Uh, I'm sure Anne yeah, knows I mean, him, but it's none of her business. So, yeah, Johnny, Johnny shows up. he's talking about, there's something being talked, I think Peter Neal's talking about a puzzle, and, no, Johnny's talking about a puzzle, like yeah. putting the pieces of the puzzle together. He's being a bitch. But there's a then, cool sculpture in the background. I he's alone, 
and the it's like there's cool we see lighting. The, we see the shot of the plane flying off. And, and then Johnny we, goes to Bertie's. Johnny goes back to Bertie's house. And there's a thunderstorm happening. And I was like, why is he jumping the fence to get to Bertie's house if he was so scared before and had someone with him and now he's alone? Well, but once he's, he's there, he starts remembering that it's Bertie saying, I killed them all. And he leaves in the rain and he can't find his keys and he's garroted. And while he's like about to fade out, he turns around and you can kind of see recognition on his face. Yeah. Of, of uh, the killer, the new killer. So uh, yeah. then Jane calls <clears throat> Anne. Yeah. Well, first the axe is retrieved from its hiding place oh, inside yeah. the tree. Oh yeah. I wrote, I wrote something yeah. about that. I was like, oh, so there. I was like, good thing that axe was still in the bushes and the police didn't find it when yeah, they, they were combing the crime scene. I mean, like, that axe was kind of wedged in there too. Because whenever somebody uh, no, you uh, pulls it, it out, they, the they mutilator axe struggle. is way cooler looking than the yeah, axe. But like the axe was not. The police did not do a good job with that crime no. scene. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, this was before OJ when they cleaned up crime scenes. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, Anne gets a call from Jane. Of the century, besides, you know. Uh, Jane, yeah. Jane calls Anne and she's suicidal. And she, well, she asks Anne to come keep her from killing herself. Yeah, and she's she's like, I, I need to tell you, I've done something. Like, she's done something, but she won't tell him what it is. And it's like, what are you admitting? Because I know you're not the killer. So. <laughs> and there's like an angry skinhead at the police station. Yeah, I was like, station. police station m- m- shenanigans. And then you Jane see that... has it, a gun. No. For, before that, the oh, inspector... The Asian lady with the letter? The, the inspector, the female inspector, Altieri, she's figured out that Bolner, with, uh, John Saxon had a girlfriend so we are to think jane's the killer at this point yeah because she's already said she's done something we saw the red shoes mm-hmm. outside of sack, you know is whatever this, is this what agent uh, uh molly is telling scolder yeah so okay so basically what we're finding out right here since it's a giallo is that jane is not going to be the killer because yeah. uh we would it's it's never Someone that you think it's going to be. So, yeah, then it cuts to Jane. She's just sitting there with a gun. Jane's sitting with a gun next to a window and a Jane table. Jane got a gun. And Shit. then comes the best scene of, probably the best death, one of the best death scenes in my, it's definitely in my top five best death scenes of any movie of all time. It's really good. Love it. It's beautiful. Uh, Sorry. Ow! Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so there's a window across the room that flies open, but... Then, she's sitting at the table with the gun, and, with the gun, and it's kind of pointed out, so her arms extended, and at the window right next to her, an axe busts out the window, and then chops, and two hacks dude, chops her. This is so her cool. hand. Her forearm. This is so fucking. She cool. gra- So she has her hand chopped off. She, like, takes her arm and she flings it, and it paints the wall red with Literally. her blood. Dude, this is what these movies are made for. So good. Like, and then, uh, so yeah, she 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 dies. then catches an axe to the back, um, and then you can see the shadow of the axe falling a few more times. There's a little bit of passion behind this one, and then we get <laughs> the final fl- well, one of the final flashbacks. It might be the final. Yeah, it flashback. is. The, it's a flashback to the beach girl, and, and she's she gets stabbed again. And then at first, I thought it was just Jane again, but you see Inspector Al. Thierry. Thierry pulls up. And I thought it was Anne. She's yeah. she's gone into um Jane's house and she's uh it's while but Jane's you see cuts of Jane driving to J- uh, sorry Anne driving to Jane's yes. and so you think it's you think it's either Anne or he, see you're seeing Jane's dead body again but it's really Inspector Altieri. Oh, but during that flashback we also saw that the red shoes were taken off of the beach model. Mm-hmm. So. What I wrote down was Anne pulls up and enters and she gets hacked in the shoulder. It's really it's Altieri. It's really Altieri. And, then, and we see Peter holding the axe. Well, yeah, and then... And he can't believe okay, he just... Okay, so... He can't believe uh, he just Molly, killed Jane. Molly dies. Anne's. Uh, no, it's... Yes. Altieri. Yes. Scully, yeah. not Molly. Scully. No, no, no. Molly and Sculter. Molly. Okay, so <laughs> okay. yeah, Molly. It's Molly, not Anne. Uh, because, <laughs> and we know that because the captain shows up with, with Anne. With Anne, yeah. Who Peter has thought he has killed. And uh, it was really the girl cop and peter says i didn't know she I guess found out he about means, the affair i guess he means he came I, to check i don't know what he didn't know so he's sitting there in the corner with this axe and 
the fucking uh, detective slash captain, he has the gun. I'm like, just fucking shoot him. Yeah, but he's like cowering. Yeah. And he's like, it was like writing a book. And so, then he, he that, that's when he does say something about Jane being his fiance. So I don't know if they really were. Well, then up. he cuts his own throat and Anne's freaking out. And the captain's oh, like, the pl- yeah, the, uh, the detective is telling the whole plot. You know? Yeah. He, yeah, we get the explanation. Exposition. Exposition. Whatever you want to. Uh, it's, it. uh, he says the rest was like writing. Uh, okay. So Peter Neal says after Bertie did all this, it was like writing a book. But I said, wouldn't he have waited to kill Bertie with that logic? Because wouldn't he have waited for Bertie to kill Jane? With that logic, no, because the he plot is not right. He, he couldn't make Bertie kill Jane. Yeah, but 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 it, it, he would have seen that Jane was like a deviant because she was having an affair. Oh, she was having an so affair. So she she yeah. he could have just waited around for him to kill her and then not had to do it. But and what then, if Bertie had killed him first? I don't think he was. I think he was. I don't know. Whatever. What do we call him? Like the great. Uh, Oh Corrupt, no, we do the great corrupter. Yeah, so Peter slits his own throat. <laughs> he slits his own throat. The captain takes Anne to, to call it car. in, and then he tells us basically the plot. Like yeah, he just tells us the rest of the story. So he's like, um, when Peter was a teen, yeah. he killed the girl in the flashbacks, the beach girl. So he and then he tells the whole. So he basically is telling her what happened. Anne is seriously overacting in this part. Like, oh, dude, it's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. And she and starts then, smiling a couple times. Then, like Germani, Captain Germani is like gonna go back. Is, so do, he, is there? Do you think there's something that's not mentioned in the books about somebody faking their own death? Because that's what it seemed like. He's like remembers the end of the book. Is like, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure why. he says about the beach murder, he's like, he even put that in his last book. Yeah, it's, it's just weird that he goes back. He goes back into the house, and he, uh, Peter's not, Peter's not there. He finds the fake razor and squirts He finds the knife, which it. means... Yeah, I'm of this and when he stands razor. up, right Peter was a fucking him. magician. Peter was right behind him that when shot, he stands that up. That shot That's is so no, good. I wrote that. Like, I wrote when that. he bends down and comes back yeah, up. Yeah, like, he, he sees... Uh, so... Giovanni sees the hang, uh, Peter's handkerchief, and you see his face, and he's like, he looks like shit. He's like sweating all over, and he bends down. It shows, it doesn't show him bending down. It just shows his face go down and back up. And when he comes, when he goes down, you see Peter behind him, which and is he, like such a cool fucking shot. He whacks but him then with when, an axe. He, when he comes back up, it immediately like eclipses uh, Peter. Yes. And it's it's and you can tell it's done in real time. It's really really good shot. So but, Anne is like she decides yeah, to Peter go back and wax, I'm like well, well she hear I guess somehow through this rainstorm in the car that's on she hears P- Peter hit the captain with an axe. She comes back in but the door has been blocked with this big sculpture. With Conveniently, all these... with a very spiky very sculpture. Spiky. <laughs> like, this I was is like, the most spiky sculpture. I was like, good thing that was there. So I she's guess. like trying to knock the door down. And as she's about to, you see Peter, he's going to hit her with the axe. But while he's striking the top of the sculpture, the fucking she pointy thing on the, the top door. of it falls into his gut. Mm-hmm. And he is impaled against the wall while she screams. Up until like the credits, of the and then movie. I wrote, and, and, and I just wrote, sli- and he slides his hands all greasily over all the blood. Oh, Daria's it looks awesome. To yank that thing out it of looks the wall so good. Daria's so got a nice good. scream. My too. last uh, note is Anne fucked up for life. Oh yeah, <laughs> but She's... yeah, that's the end of the movie. Um, kill count. Kill count. Okay, kill so count. I'm gonna do this in. Okay. Reverse. Well, Calgary. No, it's, it's <laughs> so technically the first murder right, that somebody ha- saddled up. Technically, the flashback. Technically, the first murder that happened oh, in the story was the beach model. Yeah. Who was knifed in the abdomen? As far as the movie goes, though, she's the sixth murder that's seen. Yeah. So Elsa's first. I'm just gonna right? yeah. So. Whatever, I'll, I'll put her as a six. So, one is Elsa, Mommy. That's her last, she has a last name. Her throat slit with a razor, and then uh, she has the pages stuffed into her mouth by Christian Bertie. Two is Tilda. I didn't do timing on this one, because, um, and, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Tilda is stabbed in the throat with a straight razor. Three is Marion stabbed in the back, and then her throat slashed. This is all, these are all uh, Cristiano Bertie. 
Um, four is Maria Alboreto. She's hacked in the chest with an axe. Then Cristiano Berti is uh, his skull split open with an axe by Peter Neal, which is I think a plot hole because he's hey he got gashed in the head and that was pretty fast for all that to happen. But whatever. Six is uh, I guess the beach model in the movie. She's stabbed in the abdomen. So seven would be um, Bulmer, John Saxon. Stabbed, stabbed three times with a dagger. Um, eight is Gianni, who strangled with a rope. Um, uh, he's garroted. Um, nine is Jane. She, her arm is severed, and she's hacked with with an axe. Ten is it nine. Ten is Inspector Altieri, impaled in the back with an axe. Um, Eleven is Captain slash Detective Germani. He's axed in the back. For some reason, on the kill count, I studied he was ha- ha- hacked in the scapula. But is that it's your back? It's your, sho- your shoulder. Okay. That's what I thought. So, and I then trying to make your twelve is Peter Neal, who's impaled in the stomach with the statue blade by Anne, kind of, but on, not really on purpose. So, yeah. trivia. It was the door's fault. Yeah, the crane shot took three days, and um, America, act, uh, American cinema, actually wanted to cut that whole scene out. But uh, they kept it in. So it was released in 1984 in America under the name Unsane. And it was cut down to 90 minutes. It's actually like an hour and 40 minutes. How dare they? And it's, uh, so it's still banned in Germany. Still Still banned. Yes. God damn. Um, It was inspired after Dario. The UK was banned until 99. It was a video nasty or whatever. Well, yeah. It's a video nasty. But like specifically in Germany, it's still banned. Um. It's, it was inspired after Dario Argento was stalked by a fan in the United States. I've heard about that. Um, he kept on getting weird phone calls. It was crazy. Tenebrae it was so crazy. actually means um, darkness. darkness or shadow. One of the uh, three mothers in Suspiria I thought, I thought is it was uh, like Mater Tenebrae. or something like that. Like, I thought it was just like, uh, like a religious service. Um, okay, um, so... Dario Gento called Anthony Franz, uh, the guy that played Peter Neal, Anthony Franz, Franz, uh, who was, I think, Amer- I didn't know he was Italian, but anyway, he called him one of the most difficult actors he's ever had to work with. He was apparently terrible. He seemed like a real prick in the movie. Yeah, too. the cinematography and wait, wait, are you talking about the detective? No, Peter Neal. Peter Neal. Oh, Peter Neal. Oh, main yeah, main yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the cinematography and quote-unquote harsh modern look was due to Dario Argento being impressed with 1981's Possession. Cool. That movie's um, amazing. So, actually, the first person considered for the role Samuel? of Peter Neal was Christopher Walken. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that'd have been great, too. That'd have been cool. Um, the opening narrator, if you watch it in an, uh, Italian, if you watch it with Ita- like the Italian audio... The narration in the opening is actually done by Dario Argento. They don't, they don't speak Italian. They speak Spanglish. Um, what are you talking about? Anyway, I, I, it's... Okay. You, you've been over there, you know. So I got the, a degree in that shit. Yeah, so yeah. The fact, Spanglish, right? The fact is that the opening narration in the Italian version was done by Dario Argento himself. Um, the Sherlock Holmes quote is actually from The Sign of Four, not The Hound of the Baskerville. What is The Sign of Four? I don't know. Something else done by uh, whoever wrote the Sherlock Holmes books. Oh. I don't remember. But anyway. Conan, Conan Doyle. Doyle. But, yeah. how, however, the Hounds of the Baskerville, Baskervilles is a clear influence on this movie. More so, they just use the wrong quotes. They use quotes from the wrong books. It's, it's the same moth. And I already did talk about this a little bit, but unused Muzak from Dawn of the Dead was used in the scene where Tilda and... Um, her girlfriend are, ta- are talking in the restaurant and also in the department store at the beginning. Um, goblin. The word repeat. There's a word repeated through vocoder in the main theme of the song. Like the. They do that again in is, Creepers. Or... It's para or fear in Italian. Oh, para. Famous giallo directors. Uh, how do you say that? <laughs> Michele Soavi. And I think that's the guy that plays Tony. He's the, and he's the guy Marcello. that directed the yeah. church. And he, but, well, he was also the killer in The Blade in the Dark. 
and he gets his head uh he's the guy drill head kid from uh, city of the living yeah Dead. and L- lamberto balva appear in this film i didn't see where lamberto balva i think appeared. he lamberto was the uh, autopsy guy Really? Oh, no, he was. was that him? Really? That him? I've never so. seen him actually. He's so ugh. maybe. <laughs> he's he's ugly. Ugly. The, the, the director, um, Baba. The, yes. The well, Lamberto, the son, yeah, son of Mario. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shit. That was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Quentin Tarantino's uh, this is the his favorite on-screen death of all time is the uh, Jane's death that in this is movie. Fucking he's jacking awesome. your style. Yeah, I know. He, you know. You but, and Quentin. Well, Jane ain't jacking nothing after that death. But anyway, okay. The part uh, we already talked about the fact that um, Dario Argento's girlfriend at the time was played by uh, played Anne, but she wasn't in it very much because they were fighting a lot when they were making this movie, even though they stayed together until '85. But anyway, um, she's uh, also her grandfather is Alfredo Cassiella, who is a famous composer. Um, and the other reason that so the reason I didn't do like the timing was a i was watching a the special edition dvd that i just got um so it's harder to see the timing through oh, yeah. on my playstation i can't tell what times but this movie does average um a murder every 10 minutes nice so yeah, it's really well paced yeah well there is one part of the movie where i was I, like I know, I know, it got a little slow yeah, but for yeah. the Wait, most part, part for the most part it goes the, there's a yeah. chase in it that's just too long there are two chases in it that are just mm, okay so uh what do you rate this i Nick? okay uh i rate this movie five stars because i've always liked this movie since i saw it and uh watching it again um man it is fantastic yeah it gets a little ridiculous it, see, it, times, it, it takes a lot for me to give something five stars no, it, it has yeah. to be completely perfect i thought it was beautifully shot and um i honestly thought that the twist the, the twist at the River's end boogie nights no. bully no, fuck, <laughs> fuck that shit um, I, I honestly thought that the twist at the end was not that bad of a twist and yeah you can see it coming a little bit but uh not, i did think like, you can though. see okay if you well, watch there's two killers in the movie if you watch giallos so, though you I, know it's going to be the person you least yeah, expect yeah. it yeah. to be like the person there's no way it could possibly be i for the longest time i thought jane killed john no. saxon it was not no, but jane. i thought it could have been ann you know like i could right? see that anyway uh what do you give it mike did you already go? No. Oh, you can go ahead and go. I don't want to go last. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go four and a half, just because I can't yeah. go five. I'm going 4.25. I love it, but um, it just take uh, it has to be a perfect Can I add a little me. like personal nostalgia to this? If like, you hurry uh, up. And, and some fiction. Uh, or not <laughs> some fiction, but some, some because, fact. If you okay, hurry up. Yeah, yeah, if I hurry up. Um, uh, okay, so. God damn it, Nick, hurry this up. This was directed by Dario Argento. Um, I have met Ozzy Argento. Uh, I was we, are, actually, you, we already done an episode where you talked about being in the fucking movie of hers. Well, can we mention it again for this one? Nick was in the she Nick Nick was Bourdain, in a movie man, she did. She yeah, I got Bourdain. to party with Ozzy Argento, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I got to party with Dario Argento's daughter. I just thought that's pretty cool. Why don't you... Why, are you, why, I, why are you talking down to me, I Emily? used to think it was cool until she got in all that fucking shit and then Anthony well, Bourdain like, killed himself over it. But well, I, was, I wasn't part of that. Oh, were or you? Was I don't I? know. Conspiracy. He was, he was underage abused. I by was. Nick was, was, was the boy that he had to pay I, off. And no, I was totally 18. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually 18 years 18. old. Yeah, and I got to be in one of her movies. Uh, the heart is deceitful above all things. Go I'm check jealous. it out. Uh, it's a shitty movie. It's terrible. Oh, come on. It's not it. good. I'm it's not it. good. Yeah, and I got to hang out with what her. What do you think's better, that or the third mother? I've never the seen third the third mother. mother. Uh, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. by Somebody's, much. Not said, by said much. Said that by nice her about well. No, that's the third, the mother She's trilogy. In it. She yeah, is know, in it. Some but shameless self promotion, man. Come on, like, you know, goddamn. Third Suspiria, Suspiria, Inferno, Inferno, and Third, third Mother. mother. But Inferno did so poorly. That's why it took forever for Third Mother to come out. I really like Inferno. I do too, but it did. It didn't do well. Anyway, anyway, you guys. I was in a movie and you weren't. Okay. Wait. I've been on a on an episode of of Homicide Hunter. Oh, that's so. pretty cool. You see, you see <laughs> how I was, I was supportive of you and you weren't of me. I was the lead. Do you see that, well, Emily? I was the lead I was extra. I was the lead extra. That's the kind of friend I am. I was that's the, the kind lead of thing extra in the episode. I got burglarized. Okay. <laughs> Woof. I've been burglarized, bitch. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, you deserve. I didn't act that shit. <laughs> I lived it. Okay. It's great okay, when so it gets wild at the end of the night. Stay gagged on um, pages of that fucking book. Actually, like literally, yeah, she she, was, you get people get gagged on that in the movie. So, 
or a person. Stay gagged on Katie Mosley. <laughs> okay, stay gagged on. Um, if you guys give enough Patreon money, I will tell you stories He'll about Katie Mosley. And there is stuff to tell. And she does have a secret last name, and I will tell you her none real last name. Katie Mosley is not her last none name. None of this is true. Katie Mosley well, is an amazing person. Katie is her person. first name. She's a great, per- she's a great person, but there's so many things. Sculptures. So stay gagged on things from the movie. I'm telling you, pass, and I'll tell you. Okay, stay gagged on, uh, yeah, that sculpture. Stay gagged on. Um, Listen, Katie, you better pay us so I don't say that fake shit. Blood stay gagged out on. Of, uh, razor. Stay gagged on. Yeah, so that fake with the little button. Stay gagged on that girl Jane's arm. Stay gagged on. And her hey, hand. Katie, I'm blackmailing the shit out of you. <laughs> Sorry, Katie. No, he's not. Um, yes, I am. Uh, no one will allow that. We love you, Katie. We do. All right. Stay gagged on all of our I'll social media. I'll only tell Stay some of your on secrets. Doberman, Stay gagged on all of our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Gag Me With a Knife podcast. Become a Patreon member for member shoutouts, exclusive bonus episodes, fan request videos, early access to episodes. Next and once we, once we get to <laughs> 10. Those are non-existent. Once we get to 10 members, we will have a prize uh we're gonna get, giveaway. We're gonna get Nick hey, to dress hey. up in red shoes and if, take you if, out if on the beach. Get, <laughs> if we get fifty members, we'll make a whole di- another podcast about Katie. No, we won't. Yes, we will. Katie, get don't me. listen to him. I, I will do that. Love you. Unless okay. Katie pays us off. All right. Sorry, Katie. Sorry, See you Katie. Katie. It's you, a Katie. great one. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Katie.